0: The Eddie B B'Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied. The Adu Nishmat Moszekinir by Joseph Ben Sarah, and the Adu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem beGan Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for us. Shlema Moshe Ben Dina, the Salar Ruchama Basraher, the Salar Basraher. Eino refaru lahem. But the nefesh will forget. For Adam, Kadumalabov, and Chinni, Amen. We to begin today's daf on Techet Amudet, and we are starting three lines from the bottom at the new mishnah. Mishnah reads: "V'needer almana ugrusha yakum aleha." This is actually a pasuk in the Parashat Devarim. The full pasuk reads: "V'needer almana ugrusha." A almana, a widow. Or a divorcee makes a nedr call asher asera yakum alayha Any nedr that she makes is going to be binding on her, which means the nedr cannot be mufab. The husband cannot be nefir the nedr. Now the khaura that seems quite obvious. Uh, she is a divorcee, she has no husband. She is a widower. She has no husband. What do I need to pursue to tell me that if a widower or a divorcee makes a nerd, the nerd is binding. Of course it's binding. <coughs> she made the ne'er, she doesn't have anybody uh, shoot She doesn't have a husband be uh, mefer. Isn't that quite obvious? So the Gabarat says, and Mishnah says, you're right. I'm talking about a specific case that is not so obvious. What's the case? Ket'sat, Mishnah's question, Ket'sat, what's the case? Amra She makes a nid. She says, Behold, I'm going to be in Nazir after thirty days. Which means let's say she was in Girusha or she was in Al Manah. At that point, she wasn't married. She was the war She was a widower. She said, I'm going to be in Nazir in thirty days. At the time that she made the Ned, there was nobody there to be met. The nedid seemingly she was alone. However, at the time that the nerd goes into effect, which means thirty days later she was married. So the question is, how do you judge a nadid of such a sort? Do you go after the time that the nerd was uttered, or it was made, or do you go after the nerd was put into effect? What's going to if you go know, after the time that the Nidir was made? Since she was made, she was Almanan she had no husband. So the Nidir is hal. The Nidir is hal, husband has no rights. But if you say that the Nidir goes after the time that it goes into effect 30 days later, that's why she was married. So the husband will have rights to be Mefir. So that's really the question. So the Mishnah's is Enu The husband cannot be me Mefir. So what is that teaching me? That Nidareen, this is going to Awat go after the time that she made the nidr. And since the time she made the nidr she wasn't married. Even though when it went into effect thirty days later she was, doesn't matter, this Tanab the mishnah is going yet it goes after the Amirah. It goes after the time that she uttered the nidr. And that's what the means. The almana A nidr of an almana girushah, the nidr is how husband has no rights. What is it talking about? That now she has no husband, but when the Nehder goes into effect, she's going to have a husband. And I do say, you don't go after the time of 30 days later. You go after the time that she made the Nehder. The Nehder is going to be, how? I mean, the husband does not have rights. That's what the Mishnah says. Eino yachol lafer. Let's read that in the Rahn. The Rahn is three, four lines at the bottom. V'nehder almanah grushah yakum ahadeh Ketzat amra areni nezira lachasushin yom hafapishin eset. For sure, <Nineimas> the pasuk is coming to say where well, eventually she got married. The ipre notna said if it's son of was she just a regular almanah or gerusha, l'mes strikra. What do I mean the pasuk lomar? He yaku maalea. What do I mean the pasuk? It's about the nedereth itself. Pshita, man mefeila. Who's going to be mefeila? She's just a husband. Ela vaday nisetit te'rich. The Hadush is what, where the almanah or the gerusha eventually gets remarried. No Lomar. She made the Nezid when she was still an al widower. Even though the Nezid is not activated until 30 days later. And then by that time she was married. Why key lines now? You go after the time that the Nezid was uttered. We learned many times in the Nidarim already that a lady that gets married, the husband has no right to be Neser, the Nidarim, the Nidarim that were on her previously before the nisuin. And they were considered a man that was on her previously before the nisuin, and therefore the husband has no right. That's the first case, case one of our Mishnah. Now we go to case two. Madra she made a neder v'hibirshut abal, which means she made a neder and she is in the uh, domain of the husband mefirla. Then, of course, she, the husband, can be mefeila. Isn't that obvious? so what's the case?" Amra, are any nizirah le'achar lamed? She's married. She comes along and says, I accept upon myself, nizirut, but nizirut is not going to till after 30. What ended up happening? She became a divorcee or a widow within 30 days before the Nezir actually went into activation. And is a Mufar. The neder is able to be Mufar by the husband. Why? Same principle. Because the neder goes after the time that she uttered it and since at the time that she said it, she was married, so therefore the husband has rights. Even though by the time the 30 days comes around, she was not married anymore, doesn't matter. The husband still has rights to be mefer at the time that the neder was mm-hmm. made. So therefore you go, ben Khumra ben You take this principle, whether you're being stringent or whether you're being lenient, which means in the first case, when we learned that she wasn't married yet, you're going to be stringent and say, What? Well, the husband cannot be my fit. Because, bottom line, she was a almana or a at this point, and the net is at the time. The net is mikuyan, or the nedid is viable at the time that she made the nedid, even though it's not later. And then we have a here that if she was married, and she made the needer. Even though she became a widow, by the time the needer is activated 30 days later, it doesn't matter. The husband has rights to be affair, because it goes after again. Now, now we go to case number three. Case number three is Nadra Bo An interesting case. She made a needer Bo What do you mean Bo So the answer is She got married. And on that day that she got married, she made a Okay, no problem. Uh, That same day, she got divorced. And then what happened? Okay, well, she got divorced. So the husband uh, loses his rights. And then he remarried her that day. So in one day, she got married, made a nether, got divorced, and then remarried the same guy. He does not have rights to be mefir. Why not? So the Mishnah says, The <inaudible> Akelal. Anytime she goes out to her own domain, even for one second, the husband loses his rights. And since at the time of the Girushin, the husband lost his rights, albeit temporarily because he remarried her right away, doesn't matter. Once she goes back to her own the husband loses the initial rights. Look at the taperan. Uh the And he took her back that same day. Because now already, when he marries her second but she hasn't had on her already. And what's the rule? That when a husband gets married, it cannot be mefair previously. This is considered a name from a previous marriage. Even though it was his marriage, it doesn't matter. Once there was a break in the action, of divorce, and, two, and she goes back to her own, the husband loses rights. Now, the just speaks out. Let's take another case. The Mishnah doesn't speak out, but the gives us clarity on it. Let's say they had Okay, They weren't misu'in, it was idusim, got engaged, right? Got divorced from the idusim, and then got Re-Urat, uh, same uh, story just made it by Idusim. Doesn't matter. Normally, in Arusa, the go off in conjunction with the father. The father and the husband have rights. In this case over here, no rights either. Why? Because what's the rule we're going to learn Gemara today? Once a girl uh, gets married, in the which means, let's say the case is she got married. Being clear again, she got married got divorced, and got re-engaged. Okay? It's Nisu'in, Girushin, Irusin. So the dad says, at that point of the Irusin, don't think that the father and the husband now have joined on the neighbor that she made. Why? Because once she becomes a Nisu'ah, the rule is she goes out of her father's domain forever. can never go back. So since the father cannot make uh, Hafarah, so the husband now cannot make hafara alone. He stands alone. Therefore, he's also out of the picture. So therefore, whether it was a re-nissu'im or re-nissu'im, the husband cannot make hafara. So those are the basic three cases of our Mishnah. Mishnah following the tanah that holds again by nidarin It goes where she was at the time of the utterance of the Nezit. Now we're going to see these taught. In the Gemara. The Gemara begins, Tanya, we have a blaita. Almana ugrusha. Again, you have a widower or a divorcee. She'amra, she said, I'm going to be a nizida when I get married. Obviously, she's divorced now. She says, when I get remarried, I'm going to be a nizida. Then she said, she got remarried. She uh, said, Nushita. Rabbi Ishmael says the husband has rights. And Rabbi Akiva says no. Now, what's the logic of Rabbi Ishmael? Obviously, he holds that a ne'er regarding the husband's jurisdiction to make a darim goes at the time of the activation of the ne'er. And since the ne'er is activated at the time of the su'in, so therefore, he was married at the time of the, uh, 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 at the activation of the ne'er. Therefore, it's his rights. Whereas the Mi'akiva, who's the author of our Mishnah, says Lo no, Yafir, because again it goes after the Amira. At the time that she made it, she wasn't married. The Neder is Hal. Let's read the Ram. The Yisraelomer Yafir. this vida the Batar Haluta Neder Azlinah. You go know, after when the Neder is activated. VeLo Batar Amira, and not after the utterance. The Mi'akiva says Lo Yafir. The Azlinah Batar Amira. So we found now a fantastic Machlok in amongst the Tanaim. The Mishmaim and the fundamental mahaloket. Does hafara uh, of the husband, does it go after the time of the Amirah? If that's the case, since she made it when she was not married, he has no right to, it, or does it go after the time it's going to be activated, which in that case, it is going to be the husband's jurisdiction, because 30 days later they will, and that's it. When I get married, when I get married, so once she's married, the husband, and that that's activated at that point. Now the Gimara comes and gives us some other cases. Yelali is a siman. The simana yelali. We're going to give a siman. Yelali is a shit Yafir, lo yafir, lo yafir, yafir. Just to so be able to remember the order of the following uh, cases. So Yemara gives us a mnemonic to remember it. Now, here's the cases. Eshet ish. I have a way that's married. She'amra haveni nizira l'kshe'it garish. Right? She says, I'm going to become a nizirah when I become divorced. Vinit and eventually she got divorced. The Again, the Bishma is consistent. Since the Yefir is not activated till the time of divorce, and what he said, the husband goes after the activation, and therefore, since at the time of the activation of the Nedir, there's no husband because she's divorced. So, the husband has no right to be Yefir at the time in the, in the during their marriage. be yeah, the consistency consistent his logic as well. Since bottom line, the Nedr was uttered at the time of the marriage. Therefore, I don't care what is going to be activated after the time of the divorce. You made it at the time of the marriage. There's a husband over there. He has rights to be nefer. <laughs> I'm out of Ishmael. So Ishmael tries to prove his point. <laughs> what are you talking? The Pasuk says The Nedr al ugrusha. Right? It says, The Nedr of an al and the gerushah. That's the pasuk that the amana or gerushah is a neder. Neder is halal. That. Ad she'e neder v'shaat al menut v'gerushin, which means the neder has to be halal at the time of the al menut and the gerushin. What exactly is he uh, saying? So let's read it on to get clarity on what the Bishmash contention is. Ad she'e neder v'shaat al menut v'gerushin v'neder. When it says the pasuk nede that Almanar gerusha makes a nede, when it says the word nede, meaning he has to be activated. Hilkach ben bereishah ben b'sifah b'tar haluta neder You go after when the is tchav, which means in the case of a nede of an almanah gerusha. Obviously, it's talking about the case where eventually she got married because if she remains almanah gerusha, of course not. of course, the is tchav, who's going to be mifered So obviously, the case is talking about one of the cases we just mentioned. Let's say the first case. The case was talking about where she was a uh, right? I'm gonna be a Nizidah, So she's an Al right? She's making a Nidin now when I get married. The Vishman understands the person When is it a Nidid? It's not a Nidir until she says it. It's a Nid at the time she gets married. And therefore that that's when the Nidid is is how. And therefore, Therefore, at the Hadush over there is that at the time of the Halut al-Nezir, which is going to be in the the husband is going to have rights to be, which means as long as the Nezir does not have any any uh yet. she just said it, but it didn't didn't hit in, because at the time she was I'm going to be in I'm going to get married. Right now it's nothing, you're not married. Once she gets married, now it's considered the Nezir of an al There was a Halut. So therefore, he says, and I read again in the Ram, which means, when do we say, I'm going to say it clearly, when do we say in the Pasut of the Torah that the Neder is on her, that it was a nedr at the time of the Girusin. It was a Neder, But... At this time, of it, it wasn't a at the time of the Girushim or, or, or the Al-Menut. She contingent, maybe contingent on getting remarried. And therefore, since it was not a at the time of the Al-Menut, it's, not going be it's, not, it's going to be subject to when she gets married. Oh, then the husband's going to have her ability to be nifer. What is the Rabbi Akiva's contention back to that? Rabbi Akibaz Zavam Hare Omer, the Pastor says, anything that she's going to on herself, until it's going to be binding on her. When is the nether binding? At the time of the saying. At the time of the utterance. He looks at, at the time of the utterance. She, she locks herself in. When does the nether become locked in? At the time that you say it. And then what the Akima learns, that the neder of an almanal is binding at the time of the utterance. Therefore, the husband has no right to be nefer. Come again, I look at the ram. Had she isur a neder, because she oseret asna b'neder. She according to the time that she made the isur on herself. Now, not that when it becomes isur. At the time that she forbade herself. So, there the mahlokit, if you want to crystallize the mahlokit, between the Bishma'el and the B'Akiba. The Bishma'el learned the Pasukom, Neder, Almanah, Neder, almana or al-mana, Neder means that for an almana or Gurusha to have their own rights to make, uh, you know, for the Neder, the Mihal, it's to be a Neder already. Till so it's a Neder, the husband has rice. I said, well, since she made a contingent, till I get married, well, it's not a Neder right now. When did it become a nerd? It's time you got married. Husband has rights. HaKhabim said no. The Bakim says no. Need the Ramalow says it's called as asin Aseda al-Nashah. Once already she made the isul, the is verbally, she accepted upon herself today. Okay, what when, once when it's gonna be house? Thirty days later, if not say, doesn't bother Right now it's considered uh, 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 binding, and therefore she eterned that the husband has no rights. And the opposite would be true as well. If she made it at the time of the marriage. So now, according to the Bishma, she made it at the time of the marriage. Before she gets divorced, you know, when is the activation going to take place? Activation takes place after the divorce, the husband has no right. The activation does not. It was made, it made it verbally, it was made at the time of marriage. Verbally, because it's a verbal acceptance. And therefore, the husband will have rights. So it comes out of kula, then ben, rabbi, akima, ben, the Bishma. And come together when continues. continue. Amar. So the Fajdah so Fajda comes along and says, hmm, That's obvious. The Fajdah tells us, Our Mishnah is the Biakiva. Because what did the Mishnah say again? The Mishnah said, Look at the crystal, the case of our Mishnah. She made a Nedir, and she said, I'm going to be a Nizida in 30 days. After 30 days, right? At the time that she made the Nedir, she was an Amanah or a Girusha. The Biakiva says, in that case, husband cannot be missed. Even though, by like, what thirty days rolled around, she was married. Doesn't matter. And that's when the the activation of the day that came, and the chalad doesn't want activation. He goes after Amira. the difference is He says, Mishnah going like How is that possible? He says. There's a fundamental difference between the case of the Mishnah and the case of the Braitha. The case of the Mishnah, pay note, it's talking about where she made her nidr contingent on days. She said, I'm going to be in Nizilah in 30 days. Whereas in the case of the Braitha, she said, I'm going to be in Nizilah when I get married. Big difference. The about says, what's the difference? Which means like this. It's possible that when you make a neder for 30 days, who said that she was going to get married? The neder is not contingent on our getting married. The neder is contingent on, I'm going to bring you that 30 days. Whether she gets married or not, that wasn't, that wasn't the deed. It did 30 days. So therefore, since such a man has viability, even without getting married, whether she gets married or not, the man can be out, potentially, their husband has no rights. Because she didn't make it contingent on marriage. When does Rabbi Ishmael say that you go after the halutane? That's when she made it contingent on the marriage. Because in the case of the Braita, the nidid cannot be hallowed unless she gets married. Or oh, unless she gets married, then it goes after the, the time of the Halut, al But in the case of the Mishnah, 30 days. It's possible that 30 days can pass and she's not going to get married. Therefore, she'll have rights to that neder. So since uh, she has rights to that in the event where she doesn't get married, even if she does get married, it doesn't matter. The neder is going to be, uh, 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 she, the, the rights belong to her and not the husband. There's a fundamental difference between the two cases. Look at Saddam, the Ran speaks out. When she makes the Nidir contingent on the marriage or divorce, Hilka which means it's obvious the answer is very, very clear language. He says when, let's take the case where she made the needle contingent on getting married. It's not possible for the Amira and the Halut to be in the same domain. The amira is when she's single and the Halut is going to be when she's married. In such a case where the amira and the Halut have to be in different domains, because she hinged it on getting married, in that case the actual was is going to say you go after the time of the marriage, when it's when it's hal, or after the divorce, when it's when it's when it's hal, and therefore the husband will have rights or will not have rights. Days. It's possible that the 30 days were person she didn't get married The 30 days were person she didn't get divorced.. It's possible that the verbal commitment of the neighbor and the actual activation can be under the same domain, under the domain. Because meaning. It's possible that the 30 days she didn't get married. And therefore, in such a case, even the bishmah is going to agree that it's her nitted and the husband has no right. Even if she did not get married, it doesn't matter. Since it was that, to be under a, her, her whole jurisdiction, then, even if she went into the husband's jurisdiction, it's still going to go after the amirah. So we just now, according to Abaye, we limited the B'Ismael, the Shita. The Shita, that says you go after the is only, I'm sorry, the B'Ismael, Shita goes after the Halut, is only in a case where it has to be that the Amirah and the Halut are in different jurisdictions. Where he says, she says, I'm going to become an Isra when I get married. So the Amirah was when she was single, the Halut is not going to be till she's married, then you go after the Halut. Well, she's married. And she says, I'm going to be And is not when I get divorced. It's obviously, again, it has to be two jurisdictions. The Amirah was when she was married, and the Halut is when she is divorced. And then the British is go after the Halut. But in Avishnah, it's just possible that the Amirah and the Halut can be under the same jurisdiction, because she's having a meeting in 30 days. 30 days, she can, she can still be in her own. Who so said she's going to get married in 30 days. So but there's a the potential to be in the same jurisdiction. You go after the Amirah. So what Abayez did for us is he made the Mishnah even Alibah there be The question is, who, who do we follow? So the am just concludes us We go the Which
1: means,
0: land We go like the You go after the amirah in all cases. Even if the amirah is a case where she says, when I get married, I don't, I don't care. Even though it's vada'i that the amirah and the halut are in different uh, domains, doesn't matter. You always go after the amirah, ben bin ben l'kulaah. Meaning, whether she says, I'm going to be in Nazira when I get married, doesn't matter. You said it when you are not married, husband has no rights. Or the opposite. When she was married, she says, I'm going to be in Nazira when I get divorced doesn't matter. Since you made it at the time you married, husband has the right to be, even though it's not going to be activated until the times of Then the Kula, then the Chumra. Now the Gemara continues. We learned earlier in the Masechet. It said like this. Uh, actually, in our Mishnah, well, are all about to the Mishnah above. It says, Ze'aklau. Because we learned above. Want well, to know where above is? That would be on the first one. On the first one, the Mishnah was talking about the rights of a father and a husband to jointly of a girl that was betrothed to have a joint. Yeah? So the Mishnah said, this is the rule. So long as she didn't go into her own shoot, even for one second, the father and the husband have rights to be in the Now, we want to understand, what is that case coming to include? So long as she didn't go into her domain, even for one second, the husband and the the father still have joint rights. What are you coming to end by that case? Of course, we know. So the governor says, The Zayakla that was written on that why it coming to include Let's say a case like this. The girl is engaged. Okay, she's Nara Mura. Now the husband wants to consummate, he wants to get married, right? So And let's say the messengers of the husband came to pick up the girl to consummate the Misureen. Now, normally speaking, once the messengers come, she's in the husband's jurisdiction already. And the time the messengers pick her up, but if the if the father goes with her, he's still involved. And therefore, <laughs> the father went with the messengers of the Or even if the father sent his own messengers, he's represented. That's also he's still in the game. <laughs> Still the Hadush is, the father is still in the game. And therefore it can only be in jointly. Why? Because even though the husband went to pick her up for a but only the father is still going, walking with the girl, he's still in the game, Therefore, he still has a joint. That's the Hadush of the case on the final. Now the Yabodah said, Ze'aklal gabe, the And what about Ze'aklal in our case? Our case was, now Mishnah, on that we just read, we said, We gave a case that once that was a scenario where she got married on the same day. Right? She got married, divorced, and they got remarried. So what the Deen of the Mishnah was once she leaves the husband's domain even for one second, he cannot be those misen again. When he remarries her, those that even now are considered the evil caught me. The that were on her from before. So then the Mishnah makes a cloud. That any neighbor, or any moment that she left the husband's uh, uh, the suit, even uh, 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 temporarily, the husband loses his rights on the subsequent nindarin. What is that coming to include? Which what's the cloud. Whenever you give me a cloud, I could have known the cloud from the case. I did not need the mishdat to come and give me a cloud. The cloud must be coming to give me a hiddush. So the Gemara asks, what is this cloud coming to teach me? The case is like this. Uh, let's say, the, this case, the father gave over the daughter, the daughter's engaged, gave over the daughter to the messengers of the husband. All the messengers of the father gave over to the messengers of the husband. The husband cannot be because, which, is, which is the case over here. The case is like this. The case is talking about over here. Let's say she was a, uh, Okay, she was engaged to the, uh, to the husband, right? Now the, the, husband, the father gave her over to make her nisuin. And who picked her up? She was right? Or the messages of the father gave it over to the messages of the husband. Which means once already she was given over, conclusively, for a the father went home, which is even though she didn't actually get married, before. she didn't get married yet. The father just gave her over, so now already the hadushas, she leaves the father's domain. And therefore, in Now the father, the husband, I should say, cannot be mefir of the focus. Once the father's out of the picture, there's no joint anymore. And therefore, the husband now cannot be met alone. And that's what Once she leaves the, the domain, not only of the husband, even if she leaves the domain of the father, the husband stands alone. cannot be that in. So really, if I do, she didn't get married yet. She's just said to get married. Technically, she's still in Arusa. According to legal law, she's in Arusa. I once the father gives her over, he's technically removed. Or once she's removed... Good, but these are the darim of irusim. So he said, okay, husband, do it alone. I can't do it alone. These and darim only work with uh, joint. Your partner left because he gave her over. So the Hindus is, you cannot do it as well, and therefore, he cannot make up another that at that time because now she already entered his district. So now we discuss the next Mishnah. Now, the next Mishnah basically is going to teach us one basic rule. <clears throat> and the rule is, there are three. Scenarios. See basic scenarios that a girl, when she makes a neder, the father has no rights. That the neder is is in the domain of the girl. There are three cases, and those cases are going to be the obvious case where the girl is a yetoma. Yetoma means her father died, and she's a legitimate yetoma where the father dies. Well, that's obvious. The father died. Obviously, the father has no rights in the d'arim. He said, and therefore, such the a d'arim that the girl makes is going to be hers, right? A second case is going to be when she becomes a we'll get it. After a girl matures, when she has simanim, she started to reach puberty, and she reaches the age of twelve and six months, she called officially a bulgedit. We'll her d'arim has father only has rights at the and the nara, not a Third case where a girl has her own rights. It's talking about where she's. What does that mean, the. She's an orphan and her father's still alive. How can she be an orphan with a living father? So the case is talking about, well, let's say she was a. Nada. Let's give you a, a, a scenario. She got married. And then what? She got divorced. Once she gets married, father loses rights forever. Even though she gets divorced, it technically comes back to her father's house. You're out. Once you left the father's domain, even once, he never gets back his rights. So, so technically, she's, a, she's like an orphan with a father being alive, just like a regular orphan if the father died. She would have the, she has her identity to herself. Here's the case where the father's alive and she has her nidani to herself. And she's still in there. How? Where she got married, got divorced. She's so like, oh, got divorced. Okay, like nothing happened. Ah, uh, doesn't reset and go back to the father. Once she left the father's land even once, the father loses his rights forever. That's the case of yetoma Vehayah aviyah. So basically, those are the three scenarios. Now the Mishnah begins Tesha ne'arot ne'drehim kayanim. The Mishnah makes it a little more confusing for us. Instead of just giving us the three, the three cases, the Mishnah makes from the three cases nine cases. Now again, the nine cases again are going to be obvious based on what we just learned. Once you know the rules, a actual Yitoma Once you know the three rules, these nine cases are going to fit in to all these three rules as well. It's just a more, he gave more uh, scenarios that come up. And what are they? There's a 9 there are 9 girls, Kayami. Case number one, Vogeret, Okay, she's a bulgaret. She's already 12 and 6 months. V'hi yitoma. Okay, she's a yitoma. What does it mean she's a yitoma? She's an actual yitoma. Or actually, yitoma de hayah. Okay, the first scenario is a yitoma hayah, which means she was a bulgaret. She made a name but she was a bulgaret. Okay, that what happened. When she made this name but she was a bulgaret, she was already married, and she had gotten... Uh, Divorce or widowed. Okay, so we, we agree. She has uh, she has uh, 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 two out of the uh, uh, three uh, scenarios. So again, she's a bogere vehi yetoma neara u or let's say she made the name when she was a neara, when she was a neara, u and she became a bogere, yetoma and still she's a yetoma or, or she remained in Ne'ara, for that matter. doesn't matter she remained in Ne'ara, but she became in Yitoma, which means all these cases, the common that she's she got married, and then got divorced. I don't care if she did it when she was in the ara. I don't care if she did it when she was in the, or did it when she was in Ne'ara, and got divorced when she was in the, It doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, So long as she got married once and then divorced, the father is gone. Those are the first three cases. Next three cases are like this. Okay, the next three cases are all where the father actually died. Whether she died when she was a bogeret or whether he died when she was a Ne'ara, or she made the name when she was a Ne'ara, and the father died when she was a Bogerit, I don't care. So long as the father's dead, then of off. Third scenario. Ne'ara, shemit aviha, u'mishemit avia bagra. Okay. A Ne'ara, that the uh, father died, and then she became a Bogerit, for that matter, a Bogeret and the father is still alive. Naara. Bogeret. She made the name but she was a Naara, then she became a Bogeret. All these cases over here, it's also not able to be mefir. The third scenarios are just cases where she's a Bogeret. I don't care how she's a Bogeret. She's a Bogeret without a father. She's a Bogeret with a father. She's a Bogeret. She was a Naara, made the became a Bogeret. Any which way she's a Bogeret, the father. So, really, to get what I was going to say, what is the going to be? What is it Allah will have to confuse us in giving us all these nine scenarios? Just give us the three. So the Kabbalah is going to say, he just did it to sharpen the students, to give them all different uh, scenarios where it's possible. Now, the Yudah comes along and says like this. Let's say he married his daughter off when she was so a kitana Father that's the right to do that, yeah? He married his daughter when she was a Ketanah. And then she became an almana when she was a ketana. On it got a shot. Nechaza The ve'aday Even though the whole thing happened when she was a ketana, Got married, got divorced, and came back when she was still a ne'ara. So technically you might want to say what she was Nothing means anything when she was a ketana. She only came back when she was in ne'ara. She still in the jurisdiction. It doesn't matter. Look at the nan. The Ah, be She's still a naara after the whole thing was said and done. Even if she got married, she was a the Yatza You might have thought maybe she goes out of the father's domain in the marriage that was done when she was a naara, let's say. You know, she has to be a little adult. But maybe in the Kitana doesn't take her out of the father's domain conclusively, any sort of nisuin, even a nisuin of a ketanah, she's out and she does not come back. Now, the Gemara, the Mishnah spoke, and she's still in the ara. By the way, even if she was still a ketanah, even if she came back, was she still a ketanah? That's what the Rambam explained. The ketanah, he didn't know what he didn't know. The ketanah, Kevan Shneisit and the Be'er Shutba. I didn't know ketanah, I shouldn't have But the point is the reason why I say in the the name of the Ketara anyway means nothing. Ketara and the dream are worthless. So if we have to say a case where she was a kitara when she got married and divorced, she came back when she was in the she made a nid, and now when she's in the which is valid technically but our father has no rights. Good. Now the Bible because it says Amar B'Yudah Marab Zud Rer All this Mishnah is following the opinion of the B'Yudah. But Omrim Shalosh says three people Okay, we just gave you the three cases like I told you in the beginning. And what are they? Forget it. In all scenarios. Yetomah, meaning an actual orphan. Yetomah bechayab. Or toma where the father is still alive technically, where she got the, uh, divorced or, or, or uh, widowed. And the only reason, like I told you, why the Labiudah, where you hold the nine cases, is the Hadudah, to sharpen the Tabbidina. Where do you see that? And Where am I getting this from? So go to the Ram of the Amud Rishon, Look at the third line from the bottom in the run, Mirushalmi. Three lines from the bottom in the run, he quotes Mirushalmi. She'af the Yehuda no amra e'la He only gave these cases to shop in the talbidin, the Michigan Maxon case, bo'heret, dahaya, and so on and so forth, only scenarios, but really it's basically it comes down to three Principles that you have to uh, remember. Okay, now we go to the next Mishnah. The Mishnah starts off as follows. Here the cases are going to be where a lady is not making a Stam Nedet. She's making a Nedet with a condition. A conditional Right? She's making her Nedet against her husband contingent on another factor. Okay, now let's just review some of the rules that we learned. Husbands technically only have rights to be nefesh their wife in scenarios where the nedar is affecting him or the if the nedar is a sort of new nefesh where it causes the husband some sort of uh, pain or or grief, okay, and things like that. Or where she, let's say, afflicts herself, therefore the husband has rights also to be nefesh. Okay, now this case is a little different because it's not a cut and dry nedar against the husband. It's dependent on other factors. If they happen, then the husband is going to be affected. Let's see case number one in the Mishnah. Kunam will read it like that. Instead of a we'll read it like that. Kunam ul avich. Which means I'm making a neder. Kunam Qurban A tahab from my father or your father. Which means, if I serve you, if I listen to you, on your, on your orders, on your words, if I listen to what you have to say, and get me a glass of water, make the bed for me, do whatever, if I listen to any of your commands, I am going to make myself forbidden to my father or your father. Okay? Which means, She's forbidding herself from the father. The kunam is on what? On the father. But it's contingent on what? If she serves the husband. Okay? She'eni le'enit lecha. Or the opposite. The kunam is on the husband. Kunam sheeni. I am not going to give you any ha'na'ah. ani al pi'aba. And the condition is if I serve your father or my father, Common denominator in both cases, the husband can be Nefis. Let's get clarity in the, in the uh, uh, construction of the Yeris Mishnah. There are two cases. Case number one, the Nehder is on her father with a contingency with the husband which means I am not going to benefit from my father if I listen to your words. The second case is the Nezir is on the husband. I am not going to give you any Hana'ah if I benefit my father. So the Tanai is on the father. In both cases, it seems there's a Hidush here. In both cases, the husband has rights to be Nefist. The question is why? What's the two cases? Which cases are bigger Hidush. So either. Let's go to the Ram. The Ram in the Mishnah. The only Ram in the Mishnah. Let's read it again. The bold letters. I'm going to forbid myself against my father if I'm going to listen to you. Or I'm going to be forbidden to you. That's the Kunnam to my father, you my father Now you know what a lozu apsul is. Lozu avzu means that not only this case, but even this case. sometimes the Mishnah will give you two cases. Right? Now, what do you need two cases for? So sometimes the Mishnah builds up, not only in case number one, which might be obvious, but even in case number two, which is less obvious, still you can be nefez. Those who build up. Those who, not only this, but even that. You understand how those who have the words? That means the second case of the Mishnah is obviously the bigger Hiddush. Now let's see why. The Iita, that is Shabir, if you only gave me the first case. let's crystallized the first case. The net is against the father. Contingent on what? That she's not going to listen to her husband, right? At this point over there, m'manavshach she's asurah somebody. a or or from listening to her husband's instructions mishum because of our condition. Which means, whatever side she exercises, she's going to be forbidden, either to the father or to the husband. Which means like this. In this case over here, the Nidid that she made against her father, right? She said, I'm not going to marry an after my father. Or, right, uh, after my, my father, she's forbidding herself if I serve you. So, the matter of fact, either she's going to be forbidden to the father based on her Nididid, or she's going be able to serve the husband. The Ram says that the husband is going to be able to be Mifid. Why is he going to be able to be Mifid? So, the explanation is because it's been on the Bira which we disnerve over here, whatever side you take is affecting the husband. Not now from the father. We learned earlier that when a lady forbids a little from one person, that's considered already a munifish. A and therefore, the husband has rights to be unfair. And certainly, if she's going to be forbidden to the husband, that's already a badai bin olebinah, the husband able to do Which means no matter which side you exercise in this case, there's going to be a, a subject that's going to affect the husband. Or pop if she's forbidden to the husband, has badai bin olebinah. And if she's remitted to the father, she so say, what's well, that got to do with the husband? It's got to do with the husband. Because if she remitted herself from the father, even if she remitted herself from one person in the world, that's considered affecting the husband. So therefore, on that side, it's a pursuit that the husband can be mefir. <laughs> In the second case, what was the nether? The that was, I'm reading this in the case of the Mishnah. Is, I am not going to have any hana'av from you, which means, If I serve my father, I'm going to be forbidden to you. Now in that case, over there in the cha'orah, She's not permitted to the husband at that point. Just don't serve the father. And she's permitted, pr- 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 permitted to, the, to the husband. And then the kind of wife, she doesn't have to be able to be miffed such an idea. Which means at this point over here, she's permitted to the husband. She not don't, don't serve the father. And then what I okay. So he says, I want you to describe him in that case. I want you in that case. She She she. The Oh, Even though right now, what's the problem? Serve your husband, don't serve your father. There's nothing to be made of and it. it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect the husband. It does affect. You know why? Because not that it affects me, nothing. I'm say this thing. It's a type of madness that you made that it's impossible for you to fulfil. Because inevitably you're going to serve your father eventually. You can't have a nerd on you that it's impossible to fulfill, which means it's just a matter of time when the father has to do something or some sort of so the last time you have to over here. Such a nerd as well. That's inevitable that's gonna be broken because she can't fulfill the husband has rights to be there, that they're dead as well. Because this Tana um, uh, holds as well that even though nothing was how they're over here. But if you think about it, it's, it's all conditional. Which means He's come. With, I'm only forbidden to you, I'm only forbidden to you if I serve my father. Nothing happens. It's all contingent, stuff ain't kicked in yet. Continue serving your husband. Keep away from your father. Shalom, I'm Yafir. Break the neighbor, husband. What do you break the nid? It's not affecting you. It's not affecting me, but you know what? Such a is to keep on the wife where inevitably she's going to have to break it because she's going to serve the mother. I'll do this. You can be mefitted as well. The first case is not a chetush that much, because the first case over there, she came along and said, already she made an end. I am not going to benefit from my father. I'm not going to benefit from my father. I'm not going to So therefore, are all, either at this point she's submitted to the father or she's forbidden to the husband. So the husband's in the body. That's been all they been out. So she's be mefitted. The chetush is when she comes along and says, I'm so to you, but I cannot be mehned for my father. If I'm for my father, I'm going to to you. Good, so nothing happens. That's it. See, it's, uh, to, to, to keep yourself, keep yourself such a need. Of course, uh, it's not a public, so you have to serve a father, and therefore the husband can still be, tachaned. even though technically it's not a beno le bena neve. I want to point that out. At this point over here, the wife can still serve the husband. No problem, just keep away from your father. That's it. No problem. And tradition number two is even though no needed was was yet, which means it's the condition wasn't met yet. So you're being nephed, something before it even has... Normally, I need to break a nedir. A lady says, I'm not eating apples. That's a nedir. That's on her now. She's forbidden to eat apples, by the way. Husband can come in and be nephed. Here, it's contingent. The nedir is if this happened. It didn't happen yet. Haddu the husband can eat nephed nedarim before they even kicked in. That's what the that points out. That's the one point to get mad. I'm going to conclude. Tanya. All right, right Similar cases now. Mishnah. She any nehenid leaba, right? Like the first case of the mishnah. I'm not going to have an aah from my father or abicha, your father. Im ani osel leficha, right? If I serve you, so she forbids herself. The kunnam is on the father. If I serve the husband, <speaking in> Rabbi <Hebrew> Natan lo Rabbi Natan says you cannot be mefer. What's the logic of Rabbi Natan? That being that time's going to hold, there's no netid here yet, which means since the netid did not take into activation, it's a conditional netid. So therefore, conditional netid, <laughs> you cannot be mepid. Achem imomrim yaver, said no, you can be mepid. Now let's go to the second case, and then we'll see the ramb. we the It goes along and says like this: I'm going to be forbidden. Well, I am forbidden from all the Yehudim to have Tashmish including you even if it's a mistake of after Tashmish with you which is really telling the husband the first time that I have Tashmish with you I'm forbidden to have Tashmish to do forever again the first time after have Tashmish with you I'm forbidden to have Tashmish with you from there on again the Bina Tan is consistent what can you say make up what's the scenarios run first wide See the first The Tana one. which means we, the reason why we gave two cases in the Beraita is also to teach me Tana the first case is a in the Rabbi's opinion. and the second case is a even in the Binata. The Which means, in this case over here, the Nezir is the Inu Nefesh case. Why is it Inu Nefesh? It's the speed of... Remember we liked earlier, when a lady forbids herself even against one person in the world, it's considered Inu Nefesh. In this case, she may forbid herself from a father. That's considered Inu Nefesh. And the condition is affecting him. Which means, the Nezir is affecting the father, which is Inu Nefesh for the husband, and the condition is affecting the husband, which is Inu bena. Get it good. Neither against the father with a condition on the husband. Whatever way you look at it, it's a problem. If you look at it from the father's statement, once she's forbidding herself from the father, consider to the husband. And the condition that's going to be met is going to affect the husband. I would have thought, maybe the native is not hal yet. Maybe you cannot be nephesis. The Hadush over here is, that even though the the rabbis will say, you can be maybe the most conditional Hadush in the year is the second case is Hadush the Which is in the second case, let's get the second case good. I am forbidden, if I have to Tashmish with you once, I'm going to be forbidden to have Tashmish with you forever. Okay? So now he says like this. What do you, what, what, right now she's not blind. What do you want to let her do? Tishamish? Well, you want to let her have to switch with her husband? Problem. What's going to happen? She's going to become forbidden. Batana, he's going to switch. Lot Tishamish? Okay, so don't have to switch. He commissioned the Risha Which is, whatever she does now, technically she's stuck. One more tashmish? she's familiar with than You've ever don't have tashmish? So whatever way you look at it, so the the after the the I was even in a time I'd agree that what you can make hapana, that what doesn't matter. Yafeh not no eat bottom one was the yet? No. so they So the in the B. that still he says what Loya fair. I review outside now. The bride, there are now probably two cases. One case, again, okay, both conditional cases over here. The Hidushin the is Ali Badr banan In this case over here, the letter was al Chadiat. Make conditions, which means, I'm forbidding myself from my father if I have an from you. Okay, nothing happened yet. She just made the conditions over here. Now, granted, the conditions over here both sides affect the husband. Whether she will set herself from the father, or the chief comes from the husband, but the point is, it wasn't Chadiat. Kamashmalan, Yes. Yeah, because the banana hold, you can be and there, even before it actually becomes accurate, so long as it's affecting the husband both sides are affecting the husband the tonight part of it and the kunam side of it the tradition is where even let's say where there's conditional but there's ramifications immediately I'm not going to have tashmish if I have tashmish one more time I'm forbidden to do it forever and whatever she does now there's problems if she has tashmish one more time she's forbidden if she does have tashmish everybody she's called a thousand sa'an immediately Kaddush is in the Binatam. That's lot. Since bottom line, it's not officially activated yet. I would have thought such case would have, have notifications immediately. shalom even in that case. So those are two of Amen.